0: Why don't you tell me, Dr. Lupo, why M-Tash started saying, oh, look at me, I'm Dr. Lupo, I know how to snipe. So, over the
1: course of your life, you'll meet a number of people who encompass the word jealousy <laughs> to M. <a> t. <laughs> okay. M-Tash is a perfect example of this. Uh, many moons ago, I happened to be playing solos in Fortnite, and I landed at Greasy Grove. Um, Everyone knows Greasy for their delicious Durr Burger restaurant. Oh, yes. But uh, I have come uh, to to have a, a deep-seated love for for Greasy Grove. Because this is where I spotted my friend, M. Tashed. I didn't know at the time. Obviously, because you can't see the names until afterwards. Right. But uh, we ran into each other. And uh, he was running away from me. I believe I was on top of the one-story building just to the east of uh, Bass Pro in the middle of Greasy. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was running. I uh, I sniped him in the back. right. Uh, <laughs> And I I knew it was him because I could see the trail of tears, and I could smell his fear as he ran from me. Uh, but I, I sniped him in the back and uh, immediately people from, I was like, oh, it's a dash. Cool. Uh, immediately people from his stream came over with a clip.
0: Oh, a clip you may, right. may have
1: heard uh, a bit of on stream, if you listen to the resub alerts. Right. Oh, look at me. My name is Dr. Lupo. I know how to snipe.
0: <laughs> and
1: that, along with he, he references my uh, my obvious headset to audio crutch. Don't ask me what that means. Right. Ask him. <laughs> um, he talks about my Zim4 hacking device, and then it, honestly, it all it almost it had it, it feels like it was it was uh, pre-recorded, you know, written. It was planned, whatever, you, however you want to want to call it. Right. You know, uh, scripted. We'll say. Because he gets back to the lobby and it says that he's been disconnected from the host, <laughs> and, and his immediate reaction is, "And now he's dosing me!" And, he, and like it, that clip, his, his super fake reaction to all of it was is seriously. M. Tash is one of the funniest people I yeah. think I've ever met. Yeah, and. And I feel like that's lost on the internet because he, he doesn't get the exposure that he deserves. Yeah, seriously, it, it, he makes me laugh every time I pull. Dude,
0: the off. level of sarcasm he can put out, and like, and it's almost like a dry <laughs> sense of humor way. It's hilarious. Um, and actually, so that clip is so
1: is became becomes such a thing. So Tyler will every time we're playing together, he'll he'll just do like the fake Canadian yeah. like over the top <laughs> accent. Oh, look at me! My name is Dr. Lupo. I know how to snipe. It be it's a shirt now. Yep, it, and you sell every yeah. time I post, dude. Yeah, every time I post this, the like, there's been like links for the shirt, like pictures, or whatever. Mike will reply and be like, "Hey, where's my where's my my cut of the the profit, dude? Where's where's my cut? <laughs> what, what about me? I'm like Mike. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Sorry, sorry about
0: that, But Yeah, I mean, you had to get the snipe for it to be a thing. You know, you, you I mean Mike. Exactly. He just happened to be there. Uh, so how did he was prop, how, did, how did how did Tyler hear about it? How did Ninja hear about it?
1: Um, he just caught it. Tyler, no, Tyler watches my stream every once in a while uh, when he has time. He's super busy, uh, but he'll be in chat and he'll laugh at the stupid stuff. And one night I was playing with uh, uh, with Tim the Tatman and Tyler, this was, this was recent, so it was like, Tyler's been watching for a while, but this was recent. He was watching um, and we jumped in off, and he played like the first game of Fortnite. He's played off stream in probably like six months. Um, he and I played together for a little bit right. and uh, he told me that he was watching me and Tim play for like two hours because Jess fell asleep. And so he had nothing to do. He was like, I was gonna watch watch Lupo. And he said that we were we were killing it. And I was like, Do you watch often? Because you know, I watch i watch him for like ten minutes at a time when I have free time right. and mess with him in chat right. for a little bit or whatever. And he'll do the same to me. He's like, Yeah, I I actually watch kind of consistently when I have time just to see what you're up to. Um, but he thinks and his chat has asked him about this, you know, about the you know, using other people's voices as your alerts and stuff like that. And he said, Not many people can pull it off, but the ones that I have in my stream right now are so good and they're balanced like audio levels so, so well that they kind of blend in with what's going on and they're not overwhelming. And so he's heard, he's heard that audio clip from Mike so many times that he (laughs) he can't help but say it now. Oh, he says it all the time when y'all are playing duos all the time i know man it's so funny too it's it's involuntary for him now so
0: oh man that's great well let's jump in here and uh and kick off the show learn a little bit more about you and uh and your journey to becoming you know look at me i'm dr lupo i know how to snipe oh look at me <laughs> you're listening to the Fortnite community podcast with your host Too loud tx and goal zero What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Community Podcast. I'm your host, TX, and here with me today, the one, the only, the one HP killer, no, 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 zero. What's going on, bro?
2: Not much, man. You know, playing the, uh, the, uh, Fortnite's, um, having fun.
0: Yeah, playing uh, paper, rock, scissors a lot. Yeah, uh, it's funny. Do you say paper, rock, scissors, or rock, paper, scissors? Uh, Rock, paper, scissors, I guess, technically. Yeah. Paper, rock, scissors. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess paper, rock, scissors. <laughs> Lotech said paper, rock, scissors,
2: and I was like, well, he just likes alphabetical order, <laughs> so that makes sense. Yeah. Um I was just curious because I think most people say rock, paper, scissors. So I don't know.
0: Dr. Lupa, what do you say?
1: If you call it anything except rock, paper, scissors, get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> no one has ever called it paper, rock, scissors. I, I, I want to be very honest with you. I've never heard that until this very second.
2: <laughs> hey, it, I've heard it a couple times and then I heard low tech say, it, and he was like very adamant about it being paper, rock, scissors. I was like, dude, you just like order. Yeah, That's all it is. I yeah. It, I guess it's rock, paper, scissors. I mean, if, if you're,
0: if you're doing it in order on your hands, definitely. I mean, it is the rock, you know, in your hand first. So it's definitely rock, paper, scissors. I don't know. You guys let us know. What do you say? Uh, don't forget, also, this show is brought to you by Glam Tom. GlomTom.com. You can use our code FORTNITE for 5% off. Enjoy your Glam Tom. Uh And share FortniteCommunityPodcast.com with all your friends and family so they can hear all of our episodes. Uh, even if they don't like Fortnite, I don't know. Make them listen. They'll want to listen to this week. Trust me. They'll want to listen to this week. Uh, and then we have Topic Tuesdays on our Discord. So, guys, make sure you go jump in there. Shout out to Red for, uh, you know, really bumping up the Discord and everybody that has joined. We try our best to say hello to all of you as you join each week. Uh, So if we missed you, we are very sorry. But we do have a Topic Tuesdays. um, And uh, this past week, uh, we had talked about, you know, what is coming to Tilted Towers and the comment and all the the good, juicy stuff that Reddit has absorbed around this this, uh, myth, I guess, per se, for right now. Until it happens, it's a myth. And so uh, everybody jumped in there and, and gave their feedback. So, guys, definitely go and, uh, and let us know uh, what you guys think on our Topic Tuesdays. I think for the most part, it got outvoted that Tilted Towers is going to be gone, and it's gone. It's done. Good riddance was, uh, was what the community voted. So, uh, guys, go jump in there. And then we do have Community Fridays where you can play with me and Null Zero and a lot of other people in the community on the Discord. Uh, so make sure you guys join that Discord. The link is in the show notes. Uh, and then we are caught up on all of our shows on YouTube. So if you would like to hear uh, the Monster D Face episode again, or you'd like to hear the guys from Fortnite Insider.com, feel free to go over there, go to YouTube, and search Fortnite Community Podcast, and you can listen to all of our shows there. However, if you want to see some amazing content on YouTube, you're going to want to go to DrLupo.tv, and you can click on the link there and see all of his videos. Because we have him here with us today, uh, and obviously, I mean, I, I, I couldn't do a big enough intro for him, because uh, we are humbled <laughs> to have him, and it's an amazing thing to have him here. But as I, I will read from him, he is a father, husband, and gamer from the Midwest. Guys, if you don't know Dr. Lube, there's over 107,000 followers on Twitter, over 111 YouTubers, or YouTube subscribers, over 10,000 followers twitch subs and that's just a number that came from a twitch website so i might be completely incorrect but uh Uh, he is definitely one of the top voices in the community and is a professional player for team rogue you may know his snipes as we've mentioned before the show but mr dr lupo what's up buddy
1: what's up guys thanks for having me
0: man we are we are super excited to have you here we have uh as we are telling you a little bit about before the show we have been following you since the Destiny days. So, all of us involved in the Destiny community a little bit. Um, and, uh, and now you're over here in Fortnite just killing it. Well, I appreciate you guys uh,
1: hitting me up for this. I, you, it's funny. You said that there's no intro big enough. Please, you're, you're, you're far too kind. It's, uh, I just, just another guy like everybody else, man.
0: <laughs> well, you're a guy that a lot of people like to watch play. Uh, and obviously, I think the biggest thing, and. Um, Probably the thing that that I admire a lot about you is the positive influence that you've had on the community. I think you put out a tweet the other day that you're really happy to be a part of someone's day if you can make them smile, uh, and I think you mm-hmm. make a lot of people smile. So uh, thank you for that for sure. Because I know it's it's always fun to get in there, especially when it's you know you and you and uh, and Ninja, you know, just doing shenanigans on the internet that go viral. <laughs> whether it's him killing you, which we'll we'll talk about later on, or you know, just, just oh, fun yeah. stuff that you guys do all the time. So, um, uh, why don't we start off? Maybe those people that are hiding under a rock, they don't know anything about you. Tell us a little about yourself, like, about this awesome family you have, about your boys, everything else.
1: So, you mentioned uh, uh, my, my son. Yeah. And, uh, and my family. So i've been married for a while now i don't i try not to get into any specifics just you know just as a, just in case but my uh, my wife samantha is in chat all the time mrs dr lupo if you uh, if you ever see her on there she streams she oh well, she's she's streamed more before as uh, as Fortnite's been picking up uh because she, she kind of plays the manager role now yeah and let me tell you if it we're not for that you would see a man on stream literally ripping his hair out with how much stuff is going on in the background <laughs> um she is when people say you know my, my my spouse is my rock believe me it is true
0: yeah <laughs> yeah
1: um and my son who's uh who's two and a half uh was actually on stream yesterday before i think before nap time he plays he's recently he's been sitting in my lap and uh he knows that the the big button on the keyboard makes the guy on the screen jump yeah um and it's it like it imagine you're in the middle of a heel right and somebody's pushing you and suddenly that heel is canceled because you're just so excited you want to get off the ground and fly in the air for a second yeah. that's what it's like playing with charlie yeah uh, there's, a, there's a number of times i've had to like crouch to counter his jumping to time it right so that i can get the heel off and he's like the guy's just standing up why isn't he jumping i'm like i don't know buddy keep trying just keep crouching to, to, to beat it um but no my uh my family is is everything man i mean yeah. The entire reason I stream at this point uh outside of like you said being able to make somebody else smile and and I will say this that especially with the stuff that's been going on recently uh in my life uh knowing that that out there somebody is is happy because I did something silly or died in a stupid way on stream or what you know, whatever it happens to be it definitely is uh that's helped quite a bit yeah uh, and i'm I'm very thankful that I have the opportunity to do that so yeah, my uh man my family is has been very supportive. Uh, in fact, so much so that that back before back when I first decided to to make the jump full time, they were
0: more confident in me than I was, man. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a hard thing to do, like right? like I'm going to I'm going to go stream for a living. And that's a, it's it's not easy.
1: Yeah, it it was terrifying. Um, when I made the swap it was actually my, my wife and I had talked about it for maybe six months before we finally decided. That what it was were you doing do at it. the
0: time? Like what was your full-time job currently?
1: Um, I was a senior systems engineer for a, a company uh, where I live. So I, and I was, it I was 29. Um, and I think that may, maybe, I think that made me the youngest uh, senior in a long time, if ever at the company. But I was, so I was essentially doing, uh, you know, system admin stuff like, uh, Network management, uh, data center management. Yeah. I actually, yeah. at that point, I was uh, one of the lead programmers for an automation process to deploy virtual machines in our corporate environment. So we took like a, like a 200 hour, like multi handoff process that tons of people had to have, had touch points on, and turned it into a uh, single person, 30 minute process. Wow. So an end user would request a virtual machine through a UI, like a web page, yeah. uh, an internal web page. They'd hit a button. They wait a half hour and boom, they get an email that the machine was ready, and that was it. We we automated the entire thing, which saved tons of time and money, and it was a ton of fun. I, I I've always enjoyed the IT side of stuff, right? And that's why I mean, that's why I've always been like super computer savvy and help people with their machines, and I like building computers and all that. But
0: so you had a, you had a I really mean, successful job. Obviously, it wasn't like, hey, uh, I, uh, I got to find something to supply for my family. You were already there. You were already I successful was already there. Essentially, yep. Yeah, we
1: were, we were, we were doing really well. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, I had, I had worked. We could call it a second job, and that was just that was streaming, and a, a lot of it at the time was Destiny. Right. A stream right. almost exclusively Destiny for maybe a year and a half. Um. And let me tell you, playing the same game <laughs> every day—it's tough. It it can get monotonous, especially uh, depending on the community that is built around the game um yeah we're pretty lucky that a majority of uh, of destiny and uh, you know the, the the viewers the people that play the game the people that are passionate about the game
0: very yeah. um we're very positive
1: but you know every 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 game has its its uh, sore sore spots in the community and and that became uh, i i feel like that becomes more apparent um as popularity decreases in a game right because those people will stick around and they'll make sure that you know that they're sticking around by, <laughs> yeah. by telling you and saying things. And I'll, yeah, you know, you know, what comes with the territory of of
0: of any game. So, yeah. Um, so you my uh, you had. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say. So you, you had the successful job. You started streaming destiny. What made you start streaming destiny? They're like, why?
1: Oh, where,
0: where, how did you get to uh, that point?
1: So I only started streaming when trials became a thing. And it was in an attempt to help build my friend Brian's channel um because i was like oh maybe i can get some eyes on me too and send traffic your way that was the entire goal (laughs) Uh, because like you said i i had a channel or I uh, sorry i had a job that was that was fulfilling and and it wasn't a a job is even the right word i had a career right yeah um and so i was like "Eh, i'll do this for fun maybe we'll see and i could talk to some people and maybe make some friends and and that'll be that and so i'm i actually had the account dr lupo I think since 2014, okay. 2013, something like that, I made it long before Destiny so that I could stream Diablo 3, uh, but not yeah. to anybody other than my brother. That was it. <laughs> I was like, nobody's going to watch me. I'm not going to talk to chat or anything like that. But I sent my brother the link and, like, uh, when I would do something silly, I'd be like, hey, look at this stupid crap I'm doing. Come watch. That's funny. And he, he would pop up and, and laugh. I'd stream for like 20 minutes and then I'd shut the stream off because that wasn't the goal. Right. Um, so I was like, yeah, I already have a channel, I guess I could just, uh, you know, I could just stream on there. Cool. And so I didn't, I didn't change the name. I had no desire to change the name. Um, so Dr. Lupo there it was, and, um, eventually Brian went off to college, but to my, you know, to my benefit, he took forever to, uh, to choose somewhere to live. So he kind of got the the runt of the litter, so to say, the school that he went to for uh, for college. I gotcha. And so he got an apartment that only had DSL to it. <laughs> for those listening at home, DSL is like it's like the Tinker Toys version of internet. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, I've had that before. It's like a souped up dial up modem, which is not saying much. Yeah. It, it it's like taking a Geo Metro and putting a v6 it.
2: Wait a minute, no, it's not as good as cable it is
1: it's it's <laughs> no it's like uh oh man it's it's so bad so when he would try and stream it looked like a slideshow of poorly edited downscaled uh, and upscaled jpegs
2: you're like is this stop motion I, how, how are you doing this
1: exact uh excuse me broadcaster next slide please i'm ready to see what happens um <laughs> so he would try and stream and what would happen is, when we, if he'd be playing Destiny and streaming at the same time, he was lagging like crazy, teleporting all over the place, couldn't kill anybody, so he couldn't stream for about like nine months. Um, like I said, to to my luck, um, basically what we ended up doing was he wouldn't stream, he'd still play, and I'd just say, okay, well, if you want to watch Ninja, I die a lot, so come watch me because I'll be the cameraman for him, right? And it's because the goal was to like keep the community built up while he was away. And then when he would come back after school or like during break, stuff like that, then boom, uh, I could send everybody back over. And over time, um, because of that, my channel started to grow and grow. And I remember having a conversation with my wife. We were in the bedroom before we were going to sleep, and you know, it was about to be bedtime. And I, I said to her, what if I get partnered? What if I apply and I get partnered? And we, we, we both threw our heads back and had you know the fake laugh <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> and and i it actually took me three times to apply i applied in like december and then january and then february of that year um and the third time i yeah, i got accepted wow i got approved and i was like boy crap about to be partnered and then at the time this was a year and a month before i made the full time switch uh again we had uh, after i got the acceptance thing from twitch we looked at each other and said What if one day I could do this full time? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) And we did it again. And then a year goes by. And at that point I had built up 1100, 1200 subs, something like that. Like there was growth and we were doing really well and people were supportive. We're doing charity stuff left and right. And, and I was trying to help as much as I could with growing the community and building a solid base and, and the whole time staying true to, to who I was. And that was nerdy dad, who plays video games right and that was it that was because that's that's who i was then and i'd like to think that's still who i am now because i don't look at this like i'm like i have any level of fame yeah there's some crazy numbers and even like yesterday like i told you before we started recording i had an insane day right i don't know what it means and i don't want to i don't really want to know i just want to keep playing video games and having fun and hopefully it, mean, make it, people me, happy. it means
0: you're entertaining and you're still that nerdy dad that plays video games that's what, that's well, what it I certainly means. hope so. That's the goal.
1: <laughs> no, if it ever changes, if you're listening to this, please, if it ever changes, tag me on Twitter and say, brother, it's changed, fix it. <laughs> and I'll, I promise you, I'll fix it. But until then, I, I think we're still on the right path because I'm, I mean, you know,
0: you know, I mean, so did your wife know she was marrying a, a nerdy gamer? Was she, and, and also, oh, is dude, she a gamer? Because like my wife, I don't think she quite understood when we got married 11 years ago how nerd nerdy i was when it comes to playing video games and and all that because she thought oh you know i played sports or whatever too as well but she didn't get it what about your wife did
1: she get gentlemen it? G- gentlemen i'm gonna be real with you i hit the freaking jackpot <laughs> when it comes to spouses okay not to not to toot my own horn but before she and i met she dabbled in counter-strike all right um when we were dating oh god yeah everybody <laughs> tag mrs dr Lupo and tell her that she is a saint on twitter uh for this one uh i was in a top 25 us guild in world of warcraft for a like a year and a half while we dated and that included like six hours a night five or six nights a week of hardcore don't look at me rating like i'm busy right <laughs> now doing my thing okay <laughs> I need to smash this DPS. I played mage a lot, yeah. And Uh at the time, I think fire and arcane were the hotness. And if it was arcane, it was like arcane blast, arcane blast, arcane blast, arcane blast. Fifteen minutes. Okay, the boss is dead. So it was it was very rhythmic, same tapping of the same key forever. And I'm surprised she didn't kill me in my sleep. (laughs) I'm telling you, man, she. She stuck with it. But yeah, she she knew going into our relationship that video games was was like, that was my hobby. That's what I did to blow off steam. That's what I did with my friends. That's what I did in my free time when I was alone. You know, that's that was my thing. How, that was what I, what I how did, did all y'all the time. Meet? So um, she and I actually, she was in the other half of a duplex uh, that my best friend from when I was like five uh, lived in. And I went over to watch, uh, oh, it was... It's one of the Star Trek movies, um, the OG Star Trek movies. I got you. But with the riff tracks over the top, have you ever heard of riff tracks? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like Mystery Science Theater three thousand, <laughs> but you so you play a you play an audio track. They they have you time it with like the Paramount, like the you know the unicorn flying, in, the unicorn Pegasus thing. playing. Right. And they're like, okay, three, two, one, play. And so they make jokes over the top of the movie while you're watching it. You just play it from like a computer or whatever. And and we were doing that. But she was the girl that was outside of the duplex beating the ever loving shit out of her car because it wouldn't start. <laughs> I was like, who's this girl with torn up jeans and a, a, a you know, a a plaid button up, you know, kind of, she, she was very tomboyish, you know, a, a button up shirt on like it's right. super cute redhead. And, and, you know, I might've given her the eyes a little bit, but I didn't have a chance <laughs> to say hi out there. So what, basically what they did was like, Hey, you're, we know you're, you're stressed go shower, go clean yourself up. She had a crappy day and just come over and laugh at this stupid movie with us just to blow up some steam. She's like, okay. So she came over um, and watched. She didn't talk to me like at all the whole time. But of course, me being a complete loser, she would make a joke and I would laugh at it even if I wasn't like part of the joke. <laughs> like, ha, 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 give me attention, please. Pretty yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah, uh, right. And so on her way out when she's going back home, I made sure to to reach out and and stop her and say oh by the way i'm ben she's like oh hi i'm samantha i'm like it's nice to meet you and then she left i followed. her i found her ass on facebook <laughs> follow her message her. hey how's it going and we started talking that way um and she, she i found out that she was leaving for a trip she like she, she used to go to yosemite national park to she's a rock climber um yeah she she gets more badass by the second <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> believe me i'm batting way out of my league here um, but um she, um, she's going on this on this trip and she had just gotten out of a relationship, but I, it was like, I don't remember the exact numbers. I know that she does. In fact, I, sh- I see a message from her on discord because I think I'll the door open. So she's probably like, you're being ridiculous right now. <laughs> um, but I, she's something like she's leaving in like two weeks. So my response comment was, well, that means I have two weeks to get you to like me. And it worked like a charm. Awesome. It was, she was actually really pissed at me because her intent was to go on this trip and not think about boys. And all she could do was think about me. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Put, that, put that
0: put that Ben spell on her. That's what you did.
1: Exactly, exactly. I, I, so I'm right there with it, you. That's how she.
0: I, I got I batted out of my league as well. So uh, people always tell me when they see pictures of my family, like your wife is really pretty. What? <laughs> wow. Feels good, man. I'm like, yeah. What can I say? Um but, but yeah, that, well, that's awesome. That's an awesome story uh to kind of you know, obviously bring your lives together, and then. Here you are, you know, years later. How long have you guys been married now? Oh, geez. Uh, We're creeping up on eight years soon. And what I think is so awesome about your story, too, is that, like, she encouraged you through this whole process of your dream, right? Like, in something that you want to do, like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And, like, I'm sure, like you said, you, you guys laughed. But I bet you anything, if I was a fly on the wall, I bet she probably said a few times, I bet you could do this right?
1: Yeah. Oh, oh I I know, I know that she did think about it. Now, you know, look back, I, she's always had, she has this level of confidence in me that I don't think any human being could have in any other human being. I, I I. can't imagine it, you know? Right. Yeah. It's obviously absolutely out there, but when I think about it, I'm like, eh, she probably thought maybe I could do it, but she's also watched me play and heard me, you know, she heard me talk to people about just all the stuff. She knows how passionate I am about gaming in general. Right. It, it's been a thing. That's it's awesome. always been a thing. We've. Uh, I think she's known before. She knew before I knew that, that this could work. So well,
0: and it did work, obviously. And that's why we're here. Obviously, you 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 know you growing up, you 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 have the successful job. You then you you know all of a sudden start getting partnered by almost. You know Ugh. what's funny? You you you're like uh, one of the biggest streamers by, by like you know not even intending to do it. It's just and by accident. You're just like, oh, crap. I'm a streamer by accident. I mean, in a way,
1: well, right? Yeah. And, and that's, that's one of the funniest parts about this whole thing, because as a, as, a, as a broadcaster, a content creator, people will often ask you, hey, how do I grow my channel? Um, and I always reference a tweet that I saw uh, from Summit uh, maybe a year or two ago. And he said, you have to have, there's three things that make a good content creator one skill you get if you're really really scary good and i'll use shroud as an example i've seen a number of clips from him playing pubg even recently where he will flick like 90 degrees and one tap a dude in the head that i didn't even know existed <laughs> so fast yeah. that i watched the clip and i'm like bro are you serious <laughs> and and skill skill will always get you attention so that's number one number two is you're super engaging with your chat, if you're, trying to, if you're trying to live stream, specifically. So if people are coming to your chat, and I, I try and take this to heart as much as I can, and with, with growth, it's become more difficult, but I try my ass off at this. And that's interacting with people that pop in the chat. Somebody says, yo Lupo, uh, what kind of mouse are you using? Even though I've answered the question five million times, there's a command in chat, right. and there's, there's info below the channel, I will still answer that question as often as i can because i want people to know that i'm watching yeah and that's also why when somebody says bro does he even watch the chat oh my gosh when i see him in chat i will always look at it i'll look right at the camera and be like don't worry i see (laughs)
0: because because it's because it's my
1: job to see you know what i mean yeah like there are some some broadcasters that don't talk to their chat at all and if i wanted that i'd go to youtube man
0: I just watch a YouTube video because it's not, it's not live. It's pre-recorded. I think it also speaks to but how here, you build your community and, and, and actually how your community reacts. Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: I want them to know that I know that they're in, they're part of this experience with me. That's the whole reason that they're there is because they want to be part of the experience. And I want them to know that they're part of it. Right. So I, I take pride in, in at least trying my butt off to to see everything that I can and chat when it's said. So uh, so that's number two is interaction. Your you, the rate at which you interact, your your engagement with the audience. And number three is your entertainment level, and this can this can mean positive and negative things. So you could be super funny. You could be making jokes left and right. You could be a, a comedian. You could have you could be uh, making music live while you're playing. You could be playing a game with a Wiimote and a nunchuck that's not intended to be played with a Wiimote and a nunchuck. I've done that. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, there was a guy everybody's gonna remember his name i will not remember his name i'm very sorry for this uh but there's a guy that played uh pub with an actual frying pan as his controller he also played widowmaker with a french baguette in overwatch oh, yeah, and
2: I've mid- seen that guy
1: that dude mid-game took a bite out of the bread <laughs> it was the funniest thing i think i'd ever seen he's just like in the middle of a bite it just reaches down and starts eating his controller like oh my gosh are you kidding me like that's super entertaining yeah you yeah. also can be the guy that rages and people will watch you because you rage it, it it's it's like a car accident
2: <laughs> right i'm very <laughs> sorry Tyler you. one thing
1: i'm not going to name any names my friend but anybody <laughs> that that freaks out in a huge glorious manner um dr disrespect has done it before his reaction to some things yeah. is hilarious because you just laugh you're like dude he's He's not actually mad, but maybe he is, but he's not really. But it's part of the it's part of the, the yeah. experience yeah. and people want to see that. Or maybe, you know, you win a game and you just start dancing like an idiot <clears throat> ninja on stream afterwards. <laughs> no one really understands it, but they're like, bro, he's doing that silly dance, the <laughs> pump pum or whatever it's called. Uh, if he ever listens to this, he's going to give it. He's going to text me and be like, you are such a little shit. <laughs> uh, but but people will watch for that. Right. Because it's entertaining. Right. It's the entertainment. So there's the three factors, but there's a fourth thing that you can't, you can't have and you just have to, it it just happens or it doesn't. And it's luck. Yeah. And every time I bring it up in stream, people are like, yo, that's a stupid thing. It doesn't just, (laughs) yeah, right. No, really. Like you said, before I went on this little, you know, this explanation of streaming and and all that, like the, the thing you said was you didn't even mean to become a broadcaster. It just happened. Right. That's because I got lucky so many times. And I continue to get lucky so many times that I just, I, I, I don't even, I don't talk about it on stream. I don't, you know, people ask how I got to where I, where I am. And yeah, I'll say I got lucky and I'll, I'll point out, I was trying to like think about it too much because it, it could go away at any time. So I started out with a gimmick. I played a, a console game with a mouse and keyboard. And yeah, it was super controversial. But that's part of thing number three, the entertainment value. People either came in and wanted to tell me that, that I was horrible and I was a bad human being and all this <laughs> terrible stuff because I played a console game with mouse and keyboard and I should be banned and all, all that. Or they were like, bro, this is amazing and you're scary good at this and holy cow, I got a, a ton of attention for a company that I wasn't affiliated with. Still, they Zim, Zim the guys that made yeah. the device that I, that I use all the time, Zim4 um I actually reached out to them as was like, hey, do you guys do partnerships? And I'm like, nope, sorry. Okay, cool. I'll keep, t- I'm not going to change anything what I'm doing. Just, you know, just, that's fine. Just keep playing. um And that's how I was able to like do the two players, one, one, oh man, two Guardians, one player thing. Like I played PlayStation and Xbox at the same time. That's how I did the the Wiimote thing. All that's those shenanigans from Destiny that I, I do dearly miss. Uh, that's how I was able to do all that stuff. But I had a gimmick, right? That's how I started was with a gimmick. And then eventually people were like, oh, he's actually not a bastard and maybe <laughs> the community that he's putting together is, is semi-decent. Cool. Maybe we'll hang out. And so that started to come along with it. But then the luck kicked in. Um, I got featured on crucible radio. Shout out to, to uh, all those guys, Swain. Yeah. Birds. Awesome. Guys. Uh, Bones. The three of them gave me an opportunity to be, a, to, to get exposure. I consider myself super lucky that they asked me. I then got lucky because Ramblin', my friend, um, posted a video on Reddit about getting nine kills in a single round right after the last word had been nerfed. It was on Bannerfall the first week yep. of your, your two trials. He and I randomly were like, hey, let's play together because he was looking for somebody to play with on Reddit. And I was like, I don't know. My my partner is coincidentally off at school and can't play. Ha ha. Let's play. So we he, he pulled that insane round out and he posted it on Twitter. but Everybody was like yo Ram. Gameplay is top notch. But can we take a second and talk about the dude doing oh, the call
0: Yeah. I remember that. Shit. Yeah.
1: You remember that? that post went insane and every I had this big flood of people were like yo they were right he does sound like he, he works for NASA. Houston we have a problem. My <laughs> teammates down. <laughs> and so that got, I got really lucky because people wanted to hear me talk through my... Oh, dude, it was the jankiest headset. It was like a Logitech wireless one. I sat across from the room, cross-legged, in front of my love seat at a coffee table to play. I, I shit you not, it was the the worst setup, and because I was so far away, the quality of the mic was terrible, <laughs> but it garnered attention somehow, yeah. so I got really lucky. Yeah. Um, and those kind of things kept happening, and then... I hit probably the luckiest event in my gaming career. I had switched to PUBG. I gotten tired of getting stuck across the map by warlocks with twelve fusion nades in year three trials. We know that struggle. And I, oh man, and I decided to give give Battlegrounds a shot. Um, I had been I had been asked if I was interested in playing it a couple times before that. I played it like once on stream, and then I switched back to Destiny. But I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get into Battlegrounds. We're gonna see what this is all about. So, I was playing it, and if you're a PUBG player out there, uh, I'm going to say some positions that you'll probably know, but Pachinki, smack dab, uh, just southwest, the center of the map. The north side of Pachinki, there's that little garage building, the three-story with the two balconies, right? the tools. You, know, you, know, you guys know what I'm talking
2: yep. about. Yeah, we're All big wow. fans of Pachinki.
1: <laughs> okay, so I watched a dude in a blue shirt, light blue shirt and white pants, uh, a level two helmet on, run a crouch walk, a a, a fence right there, go inside the building, and go up onto the second floor balcony and face uh, east, away from me. I was on the west side of the building. I was like, okay, he's not even looking at me. Little did I know that this person had turned their camera around and was staring right at me, but their body was facing away in an attempt to bait me as it worked perfectly out into the open, because I was hiding behind a tree. This person was also a ninja. Arguably one of the best at-time PUBG players ever uh he's scary good at brs he was like a number one solo player in h1z1 um just like crazy good at at these kind of games and here i am a little greenhorn walking around outside saying oh look there's a guy up there he doesn't know i'm here i bet i can step out from behind this tree and for some reason cook a nade and chuck it at him we'll see what happens so i step out and he ime- like it, was, it, was, it almost looked aimbotish. how fast he stood up and 180'd as soon as I walked out behind the tree. I was like, oh, God, I'm going to die. So I'm cooking <laughs> the nade. I let it fly, and I turn to the right and just start running because why would I decide to just try and shoot at him in an attempt? You know, like, why would I put up a fight? That seems ridiculous. I was a bad player at the time. And he's just plugging me. On his screen, apparently, he hit me like six times. On my screen, I got hit twice. Don't ask me why, but for some reason it lined up with the nade. Sails through the air, perfectly. It's right at his face, and air bursts point blank right on him and kills him. And I saw, you know, it pops up like yeah, yeah. Doctor Lupo killed Ninja's Hyper with a with a frag grenade. And I see him I'm like, "Oh my god, I just killed Ninja!"
2: <laughs> and I was like,
1: "What?" His chat. I went from like 300 viewers to like 2,000 in half a second. His chat all floods over, and they're like,
2: "Bro, you just killed Ninja! Oh my god!" <laughs> And it's like,
1: it's nuts. His chat is nuts. His his face, the clip is still out there. The ninja command in my chat will get you the clip. It's probably my most watched clip that will ever be made on my channel. Um, but his face is like stunned to silence. Oh, and man. then, and this audio clip is also an alert. It's my like uh, 12 month plus alert. He says, Dr. Fucking Lupo.
0: You do not get
1: any luckier than that. And then he yells,
0: you do not
1: get any luckier than that shit. And <laughs> it was so good, dude. It was so good. My immediate reaction, though, because I thought to myself, I just killed Ninja. Someone's going to clip this. I need to say something. So I'm like, yeah, Ninja, let me know if you want to do duos. <laughs> just <hit> me up. <laughs> it was jo- joking because I was like, there's no way he's going to want to. And he bring- somebody brings a clip back from his channel. And they're like, there's he said study- he said he wants to wait two days before he replies. You know, like, if you, like, meet a, a new person, right. like, a bar, and you get their number or whatever, you got to wait two days. You got to, whatever that, I, I don't know about dating shit now, but that apparently right. is a thing. Um, and, and so two days later, he hits me up. was like, dude, let's do duos. And so I was like, absolutely, literally, let's play. And that's, that's how I met Ninja, wow. is I killed him in a game with a, with a Kobe of a grenade. It was, I'll never throw a better grenade in my life. And I've thrown some good ones Fortnite, but that one, change things because I started a friendship with who one, somebody who is now one of my best friends right. by far. He, he and and it, it gave me the opportunity to to come along with him on this crazy journey that he's had, dude. His fortnight experience has been
0: my oh, it's been awesome to watch. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: I'm sure 000 subscribers. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> you don't even if you look at the like the trend of broadcast, you're like, okay, who's at the top of Twitch, who are you know who's the top like top ten channels? You don't even put him in the list. It's not fair. Yeah, because of the yeah. crazy like he streams for a hundred thousand people every time he goes live. Yeah, and the crazy
2: thing is like not too long ago he, he wouldn't have been like up real high on that list.
1: Oh, I know. In, in PUBG, he was getting like five, six, seven thousand viewers, um, and uh, on a, and it started to go up. He was starting to hit like ten to fifteen, and because battlegrounds popularity kept growing and growing. And he made the jump over to Fortnite at like the perfect time because it's, uh, it's another, it's for him. It was another, it was a combination of probably really good foresight and a big stroke of luck that he's been able to, to be scary good at the game. Now I will say this before somebody out there is like, yeah, but uh, he did play with Drake. He's also, everybody makes mistakes. He's made some mistakes. Um, But as a whole Ninja as a person, The whole of him, his entire his entirety, not just little little you know blemishes here and there and 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 you know shining spots here and there. He's he's a good person. He's done a lot for charity. He I've seen him on stream be like he'll get like a tip that says, "Bro, I'm watching you in class right now," and he'll be like, "I'm refunding that tip and please pay attention in (laughs) class. Stop watching me." I've heard
0: him say stuff like that. Yeah,
1: he's. He's he's a smart person. Well, he,
0: how he presented himself when he was on, uh, what was that, uh, CNNBC, right?
1: CNBC, yeah, he was on Squawk Box. Yeah,
0: when he was on there, how he presented it, I, I said to, I think, Zero and a lot of other people that we play games with, like, I don't think I would have picked anybody else at that time to represent our gaming community as a whole, right? To get on and say, like, there's positive influence here. And how well yeah. he presented himself it was it was really remarkable, like you can tell number one that he's a very humble person by that, and number two that he doesn't take what he has for granted and no, I think that was not, really at, cool. not
2: in the slightest he- yeah, I mean, as far as like and I've watched a lot of you know big streamers for other games like league and stuff, but as far as like the top dog for a particular game on on a uh, twitch, he's definitely like the most positive like like, he seems like a great guy, where you've definitely had other games, and not mentioning any names, but you've had other streamers that be the head of other games, and they're, like, real douchey, or, you know, they're real negative towards... And then they wonder why the community's, like, really bad.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. he... I think he's doing his best. And like I said, no one is going to be perfect. Of course uh, not. But he... uh He's doing a good job. Well, he's doing a good do, job. Do, do, yeah. I'm very proud of him. So
0: you've had this stream of luck. You've come to you've met a lot of people, obviously. I, I think oh, yeah. I think you know, going through it, whether it be that you know a lot of people from the Desi community, you're friends with Gathalion and Broman. Um and uh those are those are great guys as well. Got to meet them at Guardian Con last year. So you've met all these awesome people and you've had, like you said, that that bit of luck. Um and but what brought you to Fortnite? Like, what made you make that jump to Fortnite? Uh, my friend Tim, aka Darkness Forty um, Nine.
1: So we were playing PUBG, and he was T- Tim and I were talking about Fortnite um, and how they had a BR mode now, and and we had kind of I had watched a little bit of it on other channels, but I hadn't played it yet. Um, but I made a bet with Tim. I said, "Listen, I've watched this game for a little bit." I guarantee you, you play this, you will enjoy it. And he's like, no way. I bet you $50. If you play this, you will enjoy it. And he's like, fine. So he played it and he enjoyed it, but I hadn't played yet. <laughs> and so he was like, all right, now you have to try I'm like, no, no, no I don't want to try this bloom. It's stupid. Um, I was one of those guys at first. This was way before patches and, and accuracy updates, and stuff like that. Um, so eventually they patched it again. They had, uh, adjust AR bloom. Uh, down so they made it better more accurate we'll say and eventually i was like okay fine i'll try it so i get into a game i'm just playing like a solo i think or maybe duos with tim um and i'm playing you know and i, I die or whatever and i play um uh, no the first game i think i got third my very first game of solos i got third but i uh, i think it was like the second or third game i get a rocket launcher for the first time i'm like okay cool i've never seen one of these let's see what it's all about and I'm I'm fighting somebody, and I pull it out, and I rip one, and I hit the guy in the face, and he dies. And in the feed it says, "Dr. Lupo exploded." <laughs> What's his name? Whatever the dude's name. And I kid you not, I look at the word and I just start laughing, like hysterically. Yeah. And I think I was in Discord with Tim, and he's like, "What?" I'm like, "Tim, it says exploded. It doesn't even say exploded or blew up. It says exploded." And I couldn't help but read the word in Russian accent. <laughs> had no idea. How to, you, you see, word it says splod? Right. How are you supposed to read word if you you, you know what they say? No, it's it not the American way of saying word. It is a, it is Russian "splud," and I don't know why. I don't know why, but it it just it stuck, and so me and Tim started making this stupid Russian. This stupid Russian voice. I'm really sorry to anybody out there that <laughs> uh, that is offended by it. I, I don't mean it that way. I know somebody's going to be like, bro, don't worry about it. We have a big you...
2: following in Russia, so. Well, <laughs>
1: you know, you say that, but there are a number of viewers, like regulars. Yeah, uh, There's a guy named C- Codemaker, and there's a couple others that that have responded to me. Um, and text, and the one that uh, are like, I'm Russian, but I think that is hilarious. Like they think it's the funniest thing. It's like it, your accent is so bad, yeah. That's, what but I was this, say. that's why yeah. it's good. Like that's the intent is that it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be serious. So I just this is one of those jokes. But if it's, for some reason it stuck, and as soon as I blew that guy up, dude, I was hooked. Yeah, I, I saw the word "sploded" and it, they just it was like <laughs> epic. Just started laughing. I'm sure they're like, Haha, I got another one, yeah. and. That was Dude, yeah, I I didn't I don't know how to say no to the game anymore. Now I'm like, oh, there's a new skin in the shop that I don't own. Well, let's just buy another hundred dollars of V bucks real quick because that saves the most yeah, money. Yeah, you get thirty five dollars
0: and- for free that way, right?
1: This, this has been the most expensive free game I've ever
0: played. <laughs> I am right there with you, man. I'm right there with you, man. I'm like, I thought this, people keep saying, oh, I was free to play. I'm like, this was, this game has not been free to me at all, just so we're clear. <laughs> I paid way. <laughs> Guys, free. I tried to make it free, and my wallet's <laughs> empty now, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. What's your, What's been your favorite part of this journey in Fortnite?
1: Shenanigans. Yeah. The shenanigans, dude. All the silly stuff. Yeah, it's one thing to win a game, but let me tell you. It is entirely a different thing to shoot a guy into a ravine next to a bridge when he's dressed up as a bush with an impulse nade and you stand above him and then you yell, Go <laughs>
2: yeah. after he
1: dies. Yeah. Or to to trap somebody outside of the zone with walls and you see them frantically trying to get around your walls and you just keep blocking them, blocking them, blocking them, and then they die to the zone, and you win a game like that. Or get in, do the build fights. Oh, the build fights might be some of the most exciting gameplay because it brings together the two things that make Fortnite Fortnite. One, Engaging somebody with guns ablazing, believe me, like the, the gallon guns and rockets and grenades and ARs and, and tr- people trying to do like jump shots and no scopes from snipes, all that stuff. At The same time trying to build and like know the positioning of the person you're building against, and you're like right on top of each other, but you both might not realize it. And somebody's like builds up too high and then you drop down underneath and you knock the thing out and they fall and die or you like both get up like. Oh man, when you and another dude are jumping and building, when there's one layer of fresh wall between you, like you can look each other in the eyes and make eye contact through the brick wall as the bricks are flying up onto it, but you can't shoot at each other. And you're trying to like get that one step up so you can like jump shotgun onto the top. Everybody that's watching that's been in one of those, or everybody that's listening has been in one of those fights and like, I know exactly what Lupo is talking yeah. about. That. It's nuts. That feeling is nuts. I love those, those things about Fortnite because it gets my blood pumping more than most other games have.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Definitely some unique things. I mean, even the fact of like how they took Rocket Riding to become Rocket Riding.
1: Oh, my gosh. You
0: know the whole story behind that, too? Yeah. So they,
1: it didn't become a thing until, until the pumpkins, and then when they sw- apparently when they switched it back off of the pumpkin skin, it was. It wasn't working on the original skin. They had to break the original skin to get it to work.
0: Well, you were one of the ones behind that whole debacle when, when the uh, Fort nightmares was out. You, you I, I remember seeing multiple streams of you guys shooting each other on pumpkins, and you know, like literally on mountains. I think there's a there's a there's a video clip that I remember that was just north of Pleasant, north of Pleasant. That you were on and uh, you guys were like on that hill that's just northeast of Pleasant and trying to rocket ride. I I believe it was up the hill. It was just it was absolutely entertaining. And I remember at that point we hadn't done it. And I came home and I was like, no zero. We got a rocket ride like we have to figure this (laughs) out. The
1: uh, I think Sacriel was the first person that I saw do the rocket ride. Somebody else might have been first, but I saw him do it first. There's a a clip got really popular of him flying over a team and he jumps off the rocket that he's riding and rockets down and kills the last guy and wins. I was like, I need to do this. And those kind of things. So the fact that Sacriol or whoever, you know, I I might be wrong. I'll admit that Um, whoever made it popular first. And I saw Cypher do the first uh, Tower of Terror is what I've been calling it, where you make the metal tower with traps inside. You stick the launch oh, pad at the awesome. bottom and open up yeah. all the walls. I saw him do that. I've seen so many silly things from all these different people. And then I'm like, immediately after I see a clip, I just think, I need to do that right now. Not not for for anything other than I saw something cool and I want to do it. And I, you don't get that in other games. Like, right. even and No Hate to Destiny even destiny didn't have that 100% where you're like oh dude this dude just did something crazy i'm going to go try and do that right it would be like oh you know i just saw true vanguard snipe 50 guys in the face no one went i'm going to just going to go try and do that real
2: quick <laughs>
0: yeah, right like, you
1: know what i yeah, mean yeah but fortnite has this oh, you know hold on a second please hold my beer one second while i try and do this silly thing i'm going to ride this shopping cart off the roof of my house kind of stuff you know what i mean right yeah Fortnite, Fortnite has that in spades.
0: I think it's kind of funny that you say that because I was telling Nozira earlier. We were watching Rocket League. I was just, I get super intrigued by Rocket League and in the high level play that's there. And I was telling him, and it refers to uh, to Fortnite is the entry level is really low. So like anybody can try to play Rocket League, and just like anybody can try to play Fortnite, and you can go play the game and you can still have a good time. And then at the very high level. Right, the the high level cap is so high, and the ability to do all these other things in the game are just like keep adding on. Right, they keep coming out with more and more stuff, and they keep making it. They keep. It, I I feel like, Epic has taken in the community and been like, yeah, why not? We had a pot. We had we put out a pumpkin rocket launcher to start with. Now they have like the egg launcher. They had the snowball launcher. You know, we've had all these different things. They they add the jump pads in. Like, they are feeding the community with these ways to, like, just do crazy stuff. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. They've got their head on straight for sure.
0: So, um, you know, and speak of that, I mean, one thing that happened to you lately was, you know, Ninja killed you with an impulse nade. Oh. oh. <laughs> Which is probably one of his yeah, we favorite were, things to get in the game was impulse nades.
1: <laughs> it was a 2v1. We were on top of a hill, and I'm, I watched the clip from his, his point of view at, uh, like the next day. He was plotting that kill for an easy 20 seconds waiting for me to be in the right spot, but he drops Impulse Nate, kicks me off the mountain, and like, mid-me se- mid sentence, you know, me talking, he just yells, Bye, Ben! <laughs> and it goes off, and I go, flying. Before I even hit the ground, and he didn't know this, I the Impulse goes off, and I just disconnected my headset and walked away. I didn't even <laughs> see myself hit the ground. Like, I was like, nope, I'm out. And Chad was dying. Apparently, he did, like, 483 damage to me with oh, it. Oh, yeah, or yeah. Something yeah. It was
0: crazy. Sense. Yeah.
1: And so a couple games later where it's like maybe eight left, something like that. And I'm like, and then I got a launch pad. Let's go. And he's like, okay, and he's, he's running up and he's building the, the ramp up and he's gets, gets the top where, you know, he builds a platform. He's like, I right, put it down. I'm like, okay. And I put the, I put an impulse nade right behind him and it shoots him off the ramp. <laughs> and mean, he, he fell and died.
0: Oh, I didn't and get then, to see the revenge, was, man. We need, you need to, you need to like put those together on a quick YouTube video, the revenge well, clip,
1: you know? It's, it goes further because the next day I'm playing with him and Tim, the Tatman in squads. And it's down like the us versus the last team. And, and we're building platforms, we're, you know, we're building platforms and pushing these guys. Tim's already in there, I think. And he's like, Ben, I'm just going to, I'm going to rock around in Cause he had a guided rocket. I'm like, okay, cool. So get in front of him. He shoots, I jump, I'm on it. It immediately takes an up in the air left turn. And at, um, I get to the point. I, it took me a second to realize what he was doing which was part of the problem. <laughs> I got to the point where I was high enough that if I dropped off, I was going to die from fall damage. And I just go, Ninja? And Tim starts laughing, because as soon as I said it like that, he knew what was, was happening, even though he couldn't see it. He Ninja took me up out of the zone so high in the air that if I jumped off, I was going to die. And I t- I ticked out to, zone, to storm damage. <laughs> and (laughs) die he he flew me out of the freaking zone so right now the score is one to two he is in the lead but let me tell you and this is a promise tyler if you hear this you won't see it coming it will happen when you least expect it (laughs) but my friend you are going down and you will regret this
0: just say i love it i love it i love it so i told you i had before we get into a quick little topics i want to get your your two cents on a couple things that happened in the game this week but before we do that I think you need, I told you I had an idea for your, for your boogie down contest. Are you, I mean, do you already have, do you already have an idea? Are you going to enter in by any means? I mean, I, I have been asked that a couple of times. Let
1: me tell you. As far as dancers go i'm the whitest person on the planet i was in show choir in high school too and i'm still the whitest person on the planet i cannot dance at all but i'm more than willing to, to hear you out if you have a good suggestion i
0: do i have a good decision and this actually um it's it's going to involve someone that probably is much like my sons because i have a i have a three-year-old and i have a five-year-old and a well i have boys although by the way i got i got three boys i got a one-year-old a three-year-old and a five-year-old but one thing I've learned about little boys is they love to dance. Oh, yeah. So I would like to ask you to maybe, maybe a thing with your son to, to throw down a little boogie. Okay. And, okay. And, you, and you submit that as your boogie down video.
1: If I can get him to, to, to drop some fire moves, man, I will record it. <laughs> you better believe it's going to be up there. You better believe he's gonna be up there.
0: Uh, everybody loves to see kids dance, and why not have Dr. Lupo's son boogieing down on Fortnite?
1: That's true. No. Uh, okay, okay. I will. I'll communicate with him the idea. I'll probably have to talk to my wife. She she can get him to dance way oh, easier. Oh yeah, than I yeah, can. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's we'll it's, it's gonna be. Yeah, it's definitely gonna have to involve your wife getting him to to do the moves. So. Oh yeah. Um. I've been trying
2: to talk my kids into dance. I'm like, hey, why don't y'all make up a dance? and then I'm going to record it, and then maybe you'll get into Fortnite. Dude,
0: so I have this, I have this, uh, I'll share it. it. It probably, I don't know, I doubt anybody's going to steal this, but my son last night, I turned on, uh, I saw the tweet with Marshmallow and Ninja, by the way, and, oh, yeah. and so I turn on Marshmallow, and my, my, my five-year-old and three-year-old come in here, and they start dancing, and I don't know where my, my five-year-old got this move from, but he got this like DJ move where he puts one hand on the ear and then he acts like he's he's on a on like a DJ table, like a yeah, table? yeah. And I'm like, where did okay. where did you get, where does a five year old get this move from? And uh,
1: I, know,
0: man. I, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it astounded me. But uh, he had a couple little moves that I might have to I might have to get him to, to do them again, so um, we can put those up as our, our submission. Because I'm like you, Ben. I I can't I can't dance. I, can't, I can barely I walk, bro. let alone dance. So. Um, <laughs> The coordination is just not yeah, there, right? Yeah, not not for me at all. And I've played I play drums my whole life. I've played drums a long time. And so I have pretty good independence as far as coordination goes. But when it comes to, like, m- like dance moves, nah, I'm out completely.
2: <laughs> I look like Elaine Bennis dancing from Seinfeld. Like, that's me dancing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, well, she, her her, uh, her little excited dance thing made it in as an emote. So you it's, never know, man. You, you still stand a chance.
2: True.
0: That, that's true. That's true. Oh man! Well, let's jump over. I want to ask you a quick, couple quick things about some of the updates this week, and we'll get out of here. All right. So, the perfect audio clip.
1: Wow, I'm impressed.
0: (laughs) So this week we had uh, we had two thing, two main things that came around, and that was the vending machines dropped, and we got the new shooting model. And a lot of controversy around the new shooting model. So let's start with the vending machines real quick, uh, and tell us, like, Null Zero, you said that you think it could break the loot table in a way. You've had you we've had some time doing it. What is your first take, Null Zero, on like how do you think these have affected the loot table? What's your overall thought of the vending machines?
2: I mean, I think overall it still it still breaks the loot table because. Because the vending machines are there, there's definitely a possibility of more SCARs, more heavy, you know, shotguns, more scoped ARs, whatever people want, if they're finding the right vending machines. But I think at the end of the day, after talking to, you know, everybody that we play with and stuff, like, the risk of, I got to farm, I've got to, you know, have enough materials, I'm going to spend those materials, and then I need to actually have more materials so I can build and battle. Um, I think it, it overall is pretty even. Feels good.
0: What about you, Lubo? What do you think about the Vinny machines? How have they come into play for you? I'm actually going to agree. Um,
1: I maybe initially I didn't really have too many concerns, but watching the way that they played out, I don't think it really it hasn't done anything in a negative sense. It's given people that uh, avoid fights maybe an opportunity to uh, to get some gear they might not initially see. Which hear me out. Is actually a good thing, because the game is about survival. It's not about slaying out. People forget that in battle royale, the 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 end game is to to win is to be the last person alive. And if that means you sit on the edge of the map and you just smash trees, go find a vending machine with a purple scar and buy it for five hundred wood or four hundred wood, then so be it. Yeah, you're still playing the game. It's not necessarily about okay, well. You, if you're in the game, you have to go and push people blindly, and use impulse nades, and fly at them, and try and shotgun, and use rockets, and all this stuff. Like that's not the the goal of the game is to survive and, and win. And you win by not being not by not going that. Right. So, it's given an opportunity, I think, to people that play a little more secure. He's uh, given them a chance to get gear that they wouldn't otherwise get because they're not going into the super hot, loose spots that have you know more spawn locations with a higher chance to get a really good weapon. Um, Yeah, it also has done something in in squads and duos that I didn't really expect. I I mean, I should have if I thought about it for a little bit. Maybe it would have been more apparent. But people are now coming together with the resources to get their teammates' weapons that they wouldn't otherwise have. Let's say I have a scar and you've got a gray AR, but there's a scar vending machine right there. Yo, let's smash these trees super quick. Get enough wood, and you can buy that scar. And then we'll both have a scar. So I I've I see it as a as a an increase in cooperation, and uh, I don't think there's a downside to them.
2: Yeah, I, I yeah, I mean, I thought at first like, who cares? Like, who cares about these vending machines? Like, no one's gonna care. But I think overall, like, unless you find a loot llama, like, you have to dedicate time to get what you want out of the yep. vending machine.
1: Yeah. Yep. 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 I I think it's a good thing.
0: I I uh, I think it's just another tool. Like you said, how I've kind of taken it is—it's another way for someone else to play. It's another thing to do as a team too. It's kind of funny when you look around. Like, I, I, I do stop, or I I did a couple times this past week stop, and we broke down some, you know, houses and trees and different things to grab some extra jump pads because we knew those are going to be viable later in our game. Because although we do like to push, um, you know, having those jump pads helps us do what we want to do later on in the game as well. So. You know, we like landed at uh, Pleasant and the first thing we were like, hey, look, this vending machine has jump pads. Let's get a bunch of jump pads. I think we had like six jump pads and we used them and it was a a blast. Um, So for things like that, even people, I think like you said, there's going to be people that are going to farm and they're going to stay on the edge and they're going to play to survive. And that's one of the great things is this game accommodates so many different play styles. And I think the vending machines open up different ways for you to engage and play in the game and it's not op per se well you know um that oh you can just get scars for everybody with 100 wood you know what i mean um it, there yeah, is some there exactly is there's time a time investment there's a
1: price to pay in the term in terms of time that really uh, mitigates i think the the ins, insane bonus you might get like you said unless you get because you find carl the llama out there smash him up and get his goodies and then just go buy one that's different
0: can they please name but, the llamas but, carl now can they?
1: Put that- <laughs> last night, I, as I was flying into Tilted, uh, the hill to the northeast had a llama on it, and I'm flying in mid-sentence to stream, and I just, I cut the camera down as soon as I see it, I go, llama! <laughs> and and I'm, ta- I'm talking about, don't worry, Carl, I'm going to come back, I'm going to get you, I'm going to save you before they beat you up and get your insides. I'm on my <laughs> way. So last night, we, we named that one was Carl. If they're all Carl? Maybe. But. That that llama for sure was Carl. <laughs> All
2: right. So while we're on loot llamas, I have to bring this up. Have you seen the bright bomber bag?
1: Um, I think so. Which? Hold on, let me look so, it up.
2: This is. It looks like a backpack with like like the unicorn and rainbow and stuff on it. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you heard about like the supposed ways to get it? uh uh-uh. Uh. All right. So the the best theory that i've heard is well there's two really that either this person was an epic player um which is entirely possible that was like testing in-game items um but the big thing is a lot of people are saying that if you find all three loot llamas in one match that you get the bright bomber back Interesting.
1: So,
2: i don't know i don't feel like that's actually going to work but so one the other night me we, we were playing and i had found two loot llamas and i'm like dude i'll go like rambo for the last <laughs> loot llama. i'm like positioning poorly i'm running everywhere don't find it so <clears throat> reason and myrick and i'm calling y'all out they find two loot llamas at the beginning of the game right next to each other okay oh my and gosh they both pick one up each and they were like, well, we did it because we didn't think we'd find the third one. And they find the third one. And I'm like, y'all could have put this whole thing to bed <laughs> right now if oh, you would man. just have let the one person open all three loot llamas. Like, why wouldn't you do that? Like, you could have literally put it to bed. We could have figured it out and been like, yes, that's true. No, it's not.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm curious because the item is there's been a lot of screenshots of that item of the bomber bag. So maybe you can find out for us this week, Ben. Like. <laughs> does uh, I I, feel, I mean I, he, surely I, as many games as you play or as ninja plays one of you guys got to find three loot llamas it's well, going to be easiest in
1: squads for sure yeah because you can I, spread out and look you know you just send people to four different different spots and just and you know, just basically be eyes on on the ground for llamas and as soon as you find them so long as the circle's good enough you just have somebody run around and grab grab all three but you have to get lucky yeah yeah
2: it's no, a lot, it's of, a lot luck. of luck dude i found a YouTube video the other day and these guys were playing and they landed right over there by uh in between lucky L- what we call the honey hole.
0: Yeah. Uh, yonder yard is what CDN I think refers to it
2: as yeah. Yeah it's just that okay. little spot north of uh Flesh Factory.
1: Oh yeah. yeah okay. spot.
2: Yep. So they land in the river right by there and they were like laughing talking about look there was literally all three llamas were right there in a triangle. Like not what? real close to each other, but they were a little bit spread out and all three were right there. And these guys are all laughing about it. And they're like, look, all three loot llamas are here. And then the video that each one of the people goes and oh. opens. And I'm like, you idiots. Why didn't y'all try? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man, it's like crazy. it was right there for you to prove or disprove the this theory. So, Because I haven't well, seen any definitive proof. Like someone say, look, I was in this game. I found all three loot llamas, show that they found them, and then have the bag. So I don't have any definitive proof to say, okay, that's legit.
1: I promise you that if I ever get a chance to uh to do that, I will I will I'll tell you yeah. immediately. Yeah, let us know. But Sounds good. That's a lot of luck to find them all in the same spot. That's true. So.
0: Well, the other thing that we got this, this is the new shooting model and I want to kind of get your overall thoughts of the change. I know there's a lot there was a lot of controversy the first day it came out because um I think you would tell said it like he's like they didn't give us any warning. They just dropped this, right? And it just came out. Um, but now that we've had some time with it and the, the initial shock is over, Lupo, how do you feel about this change? How, like, you know, the the overall new shooting model? And I'll I'll ask you this in, in in accordance with it, like why didn't they just do another LTM and get community response first before they put out this new model and change the game completely? I am a little
1: confused as to why they just threw it out there uh without kind of a, a heads up. Um but it, I don't. It, there's really only one situation where I see it as, uh, I mean, maybe two. I can think. Of, I can think of two things that frustrate me slightly with it. Um, overall, I think it's fine. I think it, it is. It's given me and other other players, players that are better than me, um, the ability to to outshoot people based on something other than just uh, the luck of the bloom. Because uh, if you you know if you play your cards right, you can tap fire somebody in the head from a, a pretty uh, pretty good distance, right. and and take them out without getting just you know like sprayed down, out shot without a uh, you know you know what I mean like there's a there's a sense yeah. of randomness yeah. to to a, an equal equal level engagement. Two players not moving, both crouching, both ADSing at each other with like gray ARs. If they're both shooting at the same time at each other, it's up to luck to see who wins, right? Because whoever gets the RNG and their shots hit, it, you know they win. The the two problems I have is uh, are uh, in Pleasant Park yesterday, I landed, got a gold deagle. I was at the two-tone building on the west side, shooting at a guy running right to left in front of the red brick building at the very northwest corner. I was out in front in the street, crouched, not moving, ads and I hit a guy with a headshot for 40 damage. Something like that. I was kind of baffled because before this thing used to hit for 196 right. to the head that happened to me and i was just i just i just thought to myself why did i even pick this gun up up close a shotgun is going to outplay it unless you get super lucky at a distance i should i'd rather have an ar something that can fire faster and and hit for basically the same amount of damage it was disappointing it felt like it took a lot of the 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 punch out of some of the guns at range that used to like before you got really lucky, and you hit a really long range shot with a deagle, and you could kill somebody like across the map, and everybody lost their mind because you because you got lucky. Right. But it was it was luck that didn't feel it didn't feel bad. Yeah, the person that got shot by that across the map probably felt really <laughs> bad. But but you know what yeah. I mean? It's still it was like a, okay, I rolled the dice, and I had a point 0.1% chance of hitting this, and I hit it. A thousand shots to get to that cool, but I hit that one shot that I needed, and he, and, the, and I got that elimination.
2: On, uh, Sorry, I just go want ahead. to interject this right here, since you're talking about Pleasant Park and the Deagle specifically. I was on the green building looking at modern. I shoot a guy okay. twice with the Deagle. One was a headshot. One was a body shot. And I don't remember the exact damage numbers, but it wasn't enough to take him down. like he he took off took off away from that fight. And I'm like, uh, exactly what you said. Like, why did I pick this up? Like, this yeah. is not even worth it.
1: Feels really
0: bad now. So yeah, I like this I like the silenced pistols a lot. And I used to use those a lot and especially like at, you know, a, not, not AR range, you know, not, not like, you know, medium to long range, but like, you know, close to, close to medium range. Like I would, I would use the sounds a lot, but the fall off damage now just seems like I, I, I shot somebody like six times the other day um, when I was up on a structure and I'm like, what the heck? Like they're down the ground. I'm like four stories up. Maybe I'm like, usually this would just down the person. Um. So yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know if they're going to make any changes. I know a lot of people are saying, hey, maybe they'll revert some things. Um, I, I don't know if they'll revert the shooting model, but I think they'll probably do what, what we're talking about, which is going in, and change some of the guns to not have as much fall off damage or negate some of the, you know, negate, essentially negate a lot of the fall off damage on some of these weapons to make them viable still. And, you know, only time will tell. So we'll see what happens.
2: What was your number two?
1: The other thing that kind of frustrates me um, is now people will build up uh, more so in one-by-ones, sit up top, and they'll peak shoot. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They'll peak shoot even more than they used to because before you had, you had Bloom to kind of mitigate it. But with the way that a, a, a shooter works, there's delay between what you see. what you know, Like If you and I are uh, on you know, opposite towers or you know, I'm somewhere and you're in a tower. You can stand up and quickly click, and then crouch. And on my screen, you almost don't see the stand up and recrouch. It's so fast. It can be so fast, depending on latency, that it looks like the bullet comes out of the wood. Yep. You also have the ability for uh, if you if you scoot up real slow and you're at the right angle, you like you're not even exposing any any of yourself. Not even your head will show. Sometimes it seems like, and you can snipe on exactly what we're
2: talking about right now. Last night.
1: And so, because of that, with the new shooting model and the, the uh, 100% accuracy, you know, first shot accuracy being a thing, people have taken to building up in one by ones in solos and, and just peak shooting constantly. And it's, it's really difficult. You can build against it. You can mitigate that. You can be a little more aggressive and push up. But if you have like a, uh, an egg launcher right now, you know, grenade launcher, rockets or, or hand grenades, whatever you have, if you have any way to take out the tower, you can kind of do that and and bring balance back to the fight. But if they're in a good position and you're, you know, you're kind of low, you don't have really a way to beat that. It it can be, it can be very difficult. But like I said, for me, I don't think it's something that's like, it hasn't brought imbalance to the game to me, but it has made solo late game stagnant, more stagnant. And I don't really like that. I like, I like being able to be aggressive and not worry about just getting tap fired down by somebody that, you know, I was sitting up t- in a tower the whole time um I like game the gameplay to be, and this probably has something to do with uh you know the broadcasting side of things. I like action because players people that watch my channel at least they don't expect me to sit in a one by one in the top of a tower and wait
0: yeah, no, no offense, of watch that
1: no offense to anybody that does um
0: uh, <laughs> 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 no, I got gotcha, you, I got gotcha. you I mean so. I mean, here, here. did you like Blitz? I want to ask you that real quick before we move on because you said you loved. did you like how they handled Blitz and Solos at the end? I thought Blitz was fun. I liked it. I liked how they, they like, they seemed to push you, especially towards the end of the game, right? Because the circle was continually closing once it got to a certain level and you weren't having yeah. these. Uh, and that's, because we play squads and duos most, duos and then squads mostly. I, I don't play a whole lot of Solos, but when Blitz was out, I actually got, like, I think nine out of my 10 games are are, are in Blitz in solos. And because I loved playing solos, so I, I, I felt like pushing um, and not having this time of like someone hiding, you know, when the circles, you know, still pretty big and all of a sudden you're like, okay, well there's one person, he's probably hiding in a bush. So now I got to run around and check all these bushes or like you said, sitting a one by one now, and they're just waiting for you to come around to them. Because uh, it seemed to push people, I, I just wanted to ask if you what you thought about Blit. It
1: it was a it, it definitely made the game more aggressive. Um, it was difficult to, to just <laughs> sit sit out and do nothing. Uh, you know, kind of wait for other people to play because the the zone was constantly making you be a little more uh, buddy buddy with people. Right. You, know, you had to get closer right. um, in, in order to stay ahead of the zone. So I I liked that part of it. Cool.
0: Well, let's get out of here. I want to get one. Whoa. Go ahead. I have one question. Yeah, for go us. ahead.
2: I told you this before. <clears throat> so do you have rock, paper, scissors? The emote? Uh, the
1: emote? I yes. think I, I, I buy pretty <laughs> much all the stuff that's in there. I'm pretty sure I have it. Yeah.
2: Perfect. Okay. So it came to my attention last night. I was having this conversation with the people I was playing with. Uh, a couple of regulars that I play with and then some listeners. Um, but it came to my attention that paper... Is picked predominantly on that emote. Almost like a 60% chance that you're going to get paper. You feel like um, it's
1: that? It's really that much? Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. I mean, just based off of data coming in from what people are saying, you know, okay. that they're constantly getting paper, 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 and we'd watch them throw the emote. Um, Rock comes at about a 30%. And so, like, scissors is at a 10%. So, making paper, the the most powerful part of that emote because if you get rock you're going to (laughs) lose almost guaranteed
1: yeah okay
2: I'm asking because you you know you got a big presence in the community do you think we should get a paper nerf
1: (laughs) listen epic devs are are doing a lot right but that means that there's an opportunity for an increased chance for them to make mistakes did they make a mistake with paper is it really 60% or is this fake news?
2: It could be fake news.
1: Only Epic devs will know. So if there are any Epic developers listening, all I'm saying is if it's not balanced, eh,
2: maybe you should consider
1: balancing it. Okay.
2: Yeah. My I'm sampling pool wasn't huge. It was like five people. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> but with five okay. people, it was pretty much the same results. So I just extrapolated that to millions of people and was like, okay, cool.
0: <laughs> Makes you
1: know, quick math is quick math yeah. for a reason. Makes sense. Yeah. I'm I'm up. Keeping
0: it simple. can make it simple. <laughs> Well, I want to get a, a tip and trick from you before we get out of here. So let's jump over to uh, this week's tips and tricks. You ask, do we have tips? Of course. And do we have tricks? Oh, yes, we do. So listen up. All right. So, Dr. Lupo, I asked you uh, about maybe doing a tip for building. Like, can you give us a tip for engaging a fight or maybe even during a gunfight? What you think would be a great thing for people to take away and go, I'm going to try that. I'm going to learn that when it comes to building in Fortnite.
2: I'd like to ask you a question after you, after your answer that sure. kind of follows up to this.
0: Okay. So
1: one of the things that I started doing to improve my 1v1 engagements is uh, we'll call it matching. Um let's say you and another 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 player are at a, an even level and they start to push. The second that they start pushing and the chances are what they're going to do is ramp and then wall. The reason they do that is to like stop you from just shooting the ramp out immediately until they're too high above you and then you can see the ramp right yeah like kind of the wall will, will block it you when you're straight on but then once they're above you you can start to see the ramp right. again um yeah. and you start shooting at that point they're just going to drop down and shotgun you your immediate reaction unless you're in a situation where you're healing you're low health if you're if you're high enough and you feel confident you gotta start building up immediately it, it, you're in Fortnite with the way that the hitboxes are, especially with shotguns. People have experienced this countless times. Um, I know I have. You'll shotgun somebody, you think, I hit that guy square in the head, and it only did ninety or ninety-five white damage. It could have been a one hit, but instead there was there was you know nothing hit the head, and it all it, the shoulder took it all. But just the way that the hitboxes are, are built, right. if you had a little bit of elevation, you got a headshot, and that guy would have gone down. So if you can, Fortnite is very much about matching or being above an elevation. And so the second somebody starts building up, you need to start getting good, you know, practice this and respond, match their build, build a ramp up, keep doing the same thing that they're doing to the point where eventually you'll see these situations. You'll be ahead of them. you will be the guy that they're trying to match. You'll notice a lot of people will die, especially on stream. Uh, a lot of broadcasters will, will always try and be above their targets. That's why build fights happen. Right. That's, you know, people are always trying to build up and get, get quicker at getting above and And all this this crazy stuff they do, practice that. Start matching people when they're pushing you in the 1v1s when they're running, they're they're coming right at you, start building ramp up. You get your ramp up at the same time or ahead of them, you're gonna have the advantage every
0: single time. Awesome. Okay.
2: So the follow-up to that, and I see this a lot on console. I'm not sure about PC, but I see a lot of people struggle with this on console. And so when you're ramping and they're ramping and y'all's ramps intersect, and they've actually ramped over your head, and you can't ramp anymore, what would you do in that situation? What's your suggestion to do in that situation?
1: You kind of have two options. Um, you can either go around it, and then by that, I mean, so, like, they'll intersect, and suddenly there's a ramp in your face, and you can't. Yeah, right, and they're above your market. head now. Jump, build a platform, build another platform to the left or right, whichever is going to be exposed. Step out and jump shotgun them, because they might still be building up. They might not realize that you stopped, that kind of thing. The other option is turn around, go back down the ramp and put a, a ceiling above your, you know, put a ceiling above your head and you can keep building that out a step or two and then build the floor out from underneath you. So you like you get to the ramp, the top of the ramp and immediately build a ceiling, turn around, build a floor and a ceiling going the opposite direction of the ramp and kind of build like we'll we'll call it a pathway out with a ceiling and a floor and mm-hmm. then start ramping up that way. So you're, you're kind of saying, OK, you can be above me, but I'm going to go this way and build up a second platform. And build another tower next to it. And then you try and match them again. See I what I'm saying? You, yeah. So you kind of you want to make sure you're covering yourself, the ceiling piece is extremely important because if you don't build that, you just build a floor walkway out, you do two things. One, you have you're exposed from above. So if they stop and they see that you're building out, they're just gonna turn and plug you. The other is if somebody's below you and you do that, if there's a third person, fourth person, whatever, they're just gonna shoot out your walkway and you're gonna fall. And then you're in an even worse spot as before. So Building a different direction with cover and then trying to build up again if they're tr- staying up top and you, you want to keep the fight going up above you. That's going to be the best way to do it. Cool. So it sounds like it's probably more difficult on console. Um, although at first you're going to use a lot of the same platform anyway. So you're just looking up and down really quick to build the floor and the ceiling as you're going out. But I think you can pull it off. I think You could do it either way.
2: Yeah, I mean, console's gotten gotten pretty crazy like it's gotten i don't know i want to say it's pc level but it's it's damn close
1: yeah there's some scary builders man
0: yeah the uh and and ever since i'm
2: gonna shout out low tech right there yeah low tech you're an amazing builder
0: yeah building is is crazy and it's getting people are getting better and better and better at it as you know obviously the game is out longer but on console we're really starting to see a big jump on it so it's it's entertaining. it's getting entertaining to fight against other people. I have
1: more power to you if you can pull off some of the stuff that other people do on PC with a, a mouse and keyboard, the, the rate at which people like whip around and build one by ones like myth. Ugh. Myth is
0: terrifying yeah.
1: to see build one by one. He's like,
0: Oh look, there's a 12 story tower out of nowhere. When did that happen? <laughs> yeah. I, so. I, I, on console what's happening is everybody is increasing their sensitivities as high as they can get them. And they're walking out. I mean, no, like everybody in our community, like you jump in our discord. People are asking like what sensitivity level are you on today like trying to get to that nine, ten level sensitivity on on controller because everybody's figured out yeah. hey the higher my sensitivity is the quicker i can build and it's just getting used to that you know the gunplay with it at that point so well uh dr lubo thank you so much for being here man we really appreciate it of course uh, it is it is a, a humbling experience for us and also, a uh, you know, as, as a fan of yours, it's, it's been a great treat to have you here and tell us some stories and, sh- and share your time with us. Um, well, I
1: appreciate you guys having me on. It does mean a lot that you reached out and consider me at least kind of cool enough to be on your
0: show. Oh, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, why don't you tell everybody, in case they don't know, uh, where they can find you during the week?
1: so if you're if you want to see it live twitch.tv slash dr lupo uh if you want to watch uh highlights and full gameplay stuff like that that's been clipped um youtube the youtube channel is dr lupo tv um or on twitter my uh, my ad is just dr lupo on
0: twitch and you can actually just go to DrLupo.tv and find all your content you can. which is awesome everything's right there so well as always guys thank you so much for listening we hope you guys enjoyed the show uh, shoot us a review on iTunes. Uh, leave us some comments on Podbean. You can uh, always send your complaint and emails to fortnightpodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what other content creators you guys want to see on the show. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at FortnitePodcast, uh, myself too loud TX and David at null zero Make sure you follow the one and only Dr. Lupo on Twitch. Um, and that yes, that is his Twitter att- account, everybody. It's <laughs> Dr. Lupo on Twitch. So uh, make sure you follow them there. And uh, as always, uh, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales.